everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? I just had like the best sports weekend ever this weekend. I'm like high, I must say, from last night and the flames. Uh, That I just watched Canada qualify for the world (laughs) for like literally the first time in my lifetime. Same, yeah. So that was really cool, but it's wild. Like they came out like very, I mean, I think you know, probably right before Christmas, the holiday break, and right after they were projected to make it in. But then their star player like went down with that heart condition, right? Yeah, but he was back out. to Oh, he's still out? Okay. Uh, so Davies, yeah, he's still out with like not a projected return. Cool. So hopefully that's before Qatar. But yeah, it was just really fun to watch like and like I feel more connected to it now because like I went to the one game that was in Edmonton that yeah. helped them qualify. But it's just amazing to see like like obviously grew up playing soccer my whole life. And then at the, but at the time, like when I was playing like Canada soccer in the, on the men's side was so bad that like no good players would represent Canada. Like yeah. I remember like playing in like the same club as like Owen Hargraves and he went and like found some distant connection to whatever country <laughs> so he could play somewhere else. <laughs> and so we've been talking lots about this, about how like the Canadian passport was like so detrimental to men's soccer players um, over the last how many years and now it's like they are actually making a choice to come and play you know like one guy they were interviewing he was born in Canada but like raised in Portugal and like normally play for Canada over Portugal no unless you like absolutely couldn't make it at all (laughs) so like with those Olympic people that we were discussing previously, yeah, like exactly. have to go play for another team because they or another country. Yeah, like how the yeah. like Chinese men's hockey team is just like all Canadians that wouldn't have made to Canada if the NHLers were going. Basically, yeah, but very exciting for Canada. I honestly, I don't even know when the World Cup starts, but yeah, I'll I watch it. It's I think it's in July that it starts. Oh, okay. It's in the okay. summer, which is like you know ideal time to play outdoors in Qatar. Um, 100%. Not at all a temperature consideration that we should be concerned about. But at one point I had heard something like they were like testing out ways to air condition the outside. Interesting concept. Yeah. I haven't heard of that or seen that be successful in any way. It's actually in November, so it's not July, but that okay. might that might be their summer. I can't exactly I don't know where it is in terms of like the globe mm, of like good question. Yeah. I think perhaps they are opposite of us. Yeah, I kind but... of I feel like that was sort of the the conversation was like the World Cup was like in like summer in where it was being yeah. hosted. So allow me to just it is like above the equator. But like fairly close to it probably. Yeah, but I mean it still seems like a place that's very hot at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Air conditioning the outdoors, it must be hot. <laughs> I'm not sure where that went to. That was like something that I heard many, many years ago. They may have thought we would have like flying cars and robots by this time in that <laughs> Like are they just gonna have I just envision like 
all these massive, massive, like, jumbo fans that they bring in to, like, if there's, like, a flood or something, and they're just (laughs) all around the arena. You couldn't even do that because you couldn't have the, like, wind. That would be such, like, a detrimental thing. True, true. It's funny when, like, like, they played in Toronto tonight, and, like, it's quite cold there. There's snow on the pitch to start the game kind of thing. And then so yeah. all like half of the qualified matches are being held in this like freezing cold temperature weather that, you know, now they're going to have to go play in, in this like hot temperature. I'm be like, um, I'm not sure we're prepared for this. So no, but you definitely need to do some training like yeah. in the summer months. Yeah. They're going to be doing like three a day. Like, in July. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool, cool to see that. They still have to finish out the qual- the qualifiers, and, like, they obviously want to finish top of the table to get, like, a better seating. Yeah, but, but now there's, like, no risk. Yeah, and, like, you probably rest some of your better players. Like, you're not risking yeah. injury of, like, Buchanan or something like that. Yeah. So. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. I don't know if you've been tracking March Madness, but I joined um, a bracket with work. Yes. And, um... So St. Peter's, they are like the 15th seed, has had this like historic run, and they've now made it to the Elite Eight, which is wild. Like, I forget who they beat yesterday, a number one seed, I think, but um, they've obviously beat like some pretty top teams. I just just love their like token white guy on the team. like actually a, a very good player it's not like he's not there in a marriage but it's just funny because it's like him jumping on the tables with his like <laughs> creepy mustache i was just watching a video of, of him talking about how he was like a really picky eater and like still is and he like has never eaten a sandwich in his life i'm sorry what yeah like he said he had one bite of a sandwich one time and he's like never eaten it and i kind of really because i also hate sandwiches but i think of like Okay, I think of, like, picky eaters, and I think that they don't like weird – not weird things, but, like, I don't know, they don't like all fruits or something. Yeah. Like, sandwiches is just, like – Such a broad – like, is that include, like, hot dogs? Does it include hamburgers? Like, does it include, like, a grilled cheese? Like, what is our threshold of, like, you know, what we consider a sandwich, one? Two, like, is there any sort of combination of bread and other items? Because – like, when I eat a hamburger, for example, I don't like anything on it because they don't like the bite to contain all of those foods at one mouthful. So, like, that's valid. So, like, I'll eat all of the items that go on a hamburger, but I don't want to eat them in one bite. Right. Also, because I think it's weird to have, like, ketchup on lettuce. Like, I think that's such a weird that's thing. Valid. Like, that's valid. That's valid. So, I find, like, so I, I like hamburgers, but I like, like, plain hamburgers. So, I'm like, Doug, have you tried this technique? <laughs> Well, um, Barstool Sports is, like, capitalizing because they've come out with, like, sweatshirts of his, with his, like, face on it. And I forget what they said, say on them. But I was like, wow, we are, we are just really jumping on this right now. It's, um, yeah, he, I think they're the first 15th seed to yeah. make the Elite Eight, which is really cool. Um, the, I mean, the, the bra- brackets were busted after, like, day one of the tournament this year. Like, okay, but so here, many upsets. this is the shocking thing. I read this stat that 15,000 brackets had St. Peter's going to the Elite Eight. So and I just want to know how. Well, it's probably, like, their school's brackets. I guess. Doug's brackets. 
Doggy, doggy has himself go. I think it's so hard to predict it though, because like it is the route that they take is so different. And so like you would get credit for them continuing to win, even if the matchups that they're playing are not the same. Correct. So like, that's like the weird part about it is because like probably no one predicted like they would play, you know, team A and B and C to get to this state. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't mind following March Madness, but I never do a bracket because I'm like, the, the odds of you ever getting it correct is so minuscule. Honestly, I am one of three people in our work bracket. There was like 16 of us whose team to win is still in it. Yeah. And it's because everyone had, I want to say 90% had Gonzaga or Arizona. Well, and everyone, you know, picks, and it's so hard when it's one and done, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like when I am picking teams on the Stanley Cup finals, like you're playing seven games, like generally, you know, there's the going to be like a little more favored. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be upsets. There's going to be Cinderella's, but it's not going to be like, we just throw everything in the blender every game and hope for the mm-hmm. best kind of deal. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it'll be interesting. I have no longer any chance of winning because no. there's, so, there's someone else who has, I picked Duke to win. Because I was like, they're you know still what? in it though. Yeah, they are. I was like, I feel like they're just gonna pull it out for Coach K. Like final, final go. Like they had been playing poorly leading up to it. Like they lost his last home game. So I'm like, they're gonna do it. But someone else has Duke, and they have more points uh, remaining. Right. So, so it'd be um, hard, hard. Yeah, yeah. It would be hard to because I, honestly, I think everyone I picked for the final four except for Duke is like out. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's, I don't know. It's so, like I said, it's so it's very difficult. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I did it like 30 minutes before it was due. And there's so <laughs> many, there's too many options. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. You start with 64 teams and I just can't handle that. I know. And I traditionally always picked based on whose mascot I think would win in a fight. Mm, um, yes. And that's honestly been a far better strategy for me than like picking on who I legitimately think is going to be. Correct. Like, more, Correct. you know, a better team kind of thing. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of wild weekends and sports, the Raptors had to stop their home game last night uh, because they'd be fire in the arena. Honestly, probably my favorite like meme of the of the weekend was the like video of like back from like Nelly's music video of like hot in here. Like the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. And it was on fire. (laughs) So basically the speaker in Squishbank Arena caught on, there was an electrical fire in it. Yeah. And so they started off by like, kind of relocating people in those two sections that it was over because they were worried it was going to fall. Um, so they moved them. And then I think they ultimately <laughs> decided they had to like clear the whole arena, which kind of surprised me. Um, so they like, you know, asked everyone. I think to- there was like a lot of smoke reported yeah. at one point from what I heard, but like, I just wouldn't want to be in there if there was any form of fire. Like, well, they brought, they had to bring in like the like heavy equipment crew and like lower yeah. the speaker down, and then the game finished out with no fans. Yeah, um, and like, they still had a sm- they had a right they had a significant portion of the game remaining. Like I think it was two, maybe two minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah. So, and they paused for like 70 minutes. Yeah. It wasn't a close game at the time that it was, but definitely wasn't enough where they could say, like, okay, the majority of the game has been played. So we'll um, leave the. Yeah. 
At what point would you make that decision? Like the fourth quarter? Halfway through the third? Most most of, like, most sports have, like, a threshold. And it's usually, like, like I think in, like, soccer, I think it has to be, it's, like, 75 minutes of the 90 have to be played or something like that. That's still so many minutes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, um, like, I don't even know how long that game would have taken and everything. But, um I, I haven't heard, obviously, what they're doing with the fans. Like, I presume you get a refund? I would hope. Or do you get, like, a partial refund? like, a free jersey. <laughs> That's probably maybe, like, not maybe quite like, the same as your ticket cost. But. Like, free jerseys? Like, yeah. one for each of the starting lineup <laughs> team members? That's a bit of an elaborate expectation. I was thinking you might have gotten, like, credit for a future game or something like that. I would think but, they'd do something. Because, yeah. like, I don't know. You miss like half a game, so yeah, and like, and it's not like it's getting rescheduled, so you can't really be like your tickets are are valid for valid for another date. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, but I mean, interesting that it happened. It, like, curious what they would have done if it was like a hockey game, because obviously it's like a little bit of a different situation. There. Yeah. Like, um. But yeah. Yeah. So. Apparently, it was like they think it was from a firework. Again, like it hit into the speaker or something like that. Why are we shooting off fireworks? (laughs) Well, I mean, like the flames they do it often. Yeah, remember like New Year's Eve games when they're like they just light them all off, and you're like, oh my god, it's very loud in here. (laughs) At least that's like at the end of the game, though. Like, I assume this fireworks happened at the oh, beginning. Yes. Much better to do it at the end of the game because yes. like, all of the fans and definitely we're not missing any cities against them. They haven't had anything to drink during the game and evacuations no. would go much smoother. No. But at least we're not going to miss any of the game. Fair. Like fair. imagine missing part of last night's game. Yeah, last night's game, the Flames versus Oilers finished 9-5 to five for the Flames, um, which was like the highest scoring battle of Alberta in... I think uh, since the, 80s, the 80, 84. There was, yeah, there was one, t- there was two 10 to five scores at one yeah. point in time. But the wildest thing was that all of the flame schools were even strength. 100. Yeah. Like it was crazy. It would have been a much, it would have been even worse if they had not had an awful penalty kill, but it was very exciting to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, it really just like proves that the Oilers fixed none of their goaltending problems. problems. <laughs> I I just hate how like you they must have said it ten times in the broadcast last night. They did. They're like they're like you know a battle of Alberta in the playoffs would be so exciting. And I'm like no. it absolutely would not be. Like no. First of all, I don't even want the Oilers to make the playoffs. So like, <laughs> why are we witching for that? Right. Like <laughs> as soon as they're in it, I automatically think like this isn't going to be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do do not want to go seven games in a week and a half yeah and i don't think i would survive like mentally no no it was so stressful last night because it was like they were up one nothing and then they and then as soon as the oilers go up one nothing they show the stats of cal because calgary has scored first in like 40 games this season. so then they show the stats of how the flames perform when they don't score first and it's like eight, 10 and whatever. So it's like, Oh great. Like you're jinxing us at this point. Yeah. We're, we're going to lose. And then we, then we go three, one, <laughs> then three, two, then it's tied. It's like, Oh my God. Make this end. I know. It, it was just like, it was back and forth like that for a while. Cause I think that it went, it was three, three. And then it went four, four three, three. Five, three, five, four. Yeah. 
And then six, yeah, five. And then we just unloaded. Yeah, I think it, I think it was like I think it got. I don't know if we got six five or I think oh, no, it was seven five. five. It was yeah. seven five. Yeah. So, it, but it was like there was a lot of momentum swings there. So, yeah, I just really appreciate that the um, Oilers head coach. I don't know. I mean, I I'm sure I've seen him when he got hired, but like I don't know if the Flames have played them since but he looks like this guy from hell's kitchen like a spitting image <laughs> it's like wait did they just hire this chef <laughs> i mean maybe they should have <laughs> maybe they should have but he is also like aggressively dyeing his hair black like it is just, a lot to take just for sponsorship there right <laughs> the there's been some other interesting stuff in the nhl um since we recorded last time, it was the trade deadline, which was like yeah. fairly uneventful as it usually is at this point in time. Like um, most of the trades are kind of completed a- ahead of it. Yeah. So, um, you know, nothing super stand out except for the one uh, between the, um, the ducks nice. and the knights for Evgeny um, Dandinov, which ultimately was voided. And like, I just don't understand how this kind of thing happened, but basically Dandenoff played in Ottawa and signed a contract there, which included a no trade clause, a limited no trade clause. And then, so what happens when you sign a no trade clause is if you get traded, that trade, that clause still comes with you. So when he was traded from Ottawa to Vegas, the trade clause came with him and he had submitted it per the player. Um, but then the Knights traded him to the Ducks and he and was didn't show. It. Well, the Ducks were on his list of like teams he couldn't be traded to. And then they were arguing that like they didn't know that he had this trade clause. And like they then they were checking to see if it had been submitted on time. And like so this whole process happened. Ultimately the NHL steps in and says like no this trade's not allowed to happen. Yeah. So now like you're this player who's like been traded, then it doesn't get to go. Trek back to Vegas. You just like bring your like suitcase back into the room. Like, just kidding. Flight's been canceled. And then they like the Vegas, like like their social media tweet was like, Welcome back, Dead Mom, and like, you know, just really trying to sell it as like so we didn't absolutely trying to get rid of you. And like in to their credit, I don't think it was a trade of like we don't want you as much as like, we have no cap space. We tried to pull the Tampa and put some players on LTIR in order to bring them back later. And now we can't. So they like literally cannot take Mark Stone off of long-term injury reserve because they don't have the cap space to do so. And so they're like screwed basically. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to like have someone out back with like a baseball bat aiming at kneecaps so Tanya Harding. Right? <laughs> well, also, like, I mean, there was an easy get around this. They could have just like asked him to waive his no trade clause to go to Anaheim. Oh, right, they're claiming they didn't. Yeah. They basically made the trade and then called him, and he was like, "Um, I can't be traded." Like, so there's like there's been all sorts of conversations. <laughs> You yeah. can't let me go. <laughs> like, there's been all sorts of conversation on whose fault it is, and like a large part of the blame is landing on the senators, which no surprise, like Mickey Mouse Shocking. organization over there. Um, because there's no like central registry for these like clauses, so no movement clauses, no trade clauses. There's no place that like houses 
all of them. So it's literally. I just don't get why that team. isn't something that would be housed like centrally with the NHL. Right? Like, it, I mean, just make a spreadsheet. It doesn't seem that hard. Like, I'll do it. No. Until I'm available, I make really good spreadsheets. Just let me know. <laughs> Hire me. <laughs> I will fix this problem. <laughs> I like, assume that they will be working on that over the off season to prevent this from happening again. I would hope because this is embarrassing for all teams involved. Yeah. Minus the Ducks. <laughs> The ducks well, are just like oh. the ducks. This person is like, I absolutely refuse to come to this team. I would because rather stay a team that doesn't want me. Because I guess what could have happened is if they uh, they like brought the trade up to him. He even if he had like a, a no trade, I guess at that point he could have been like, uh, well, I had a no trade, but I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. And like, not even at that point did he want to go. Well, and like, for, I mean, from a competitive standpoint, like he is on the, the Knights who are like, they've been struggling, they're okay. but they're yeah. probably going to make playoffs where the Ducks are not going to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, they just fire sales by getting rid of Lindholm and um, Raquel. Like they're, yeah. you know, they unloaded basically. So um, yeah. I mean, Seattle unloaded and I don't even know if they can field a team. Like, <laughs> this point it's like who are you who are you playing like you if someone gets injured you don't have a backup <laughs> just jordan everly to the rescue of out there the backup goalie goes in place like no, they those goaltenders because they signed those two goaltenders thinking both of them were going to be so good this year and they've both been terrible bauer and um chris strader oh right 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 yeah not upset about it yeah so unfortunately it didn't work so well um one other thing that I want to talk about is the Ash Barty retirement because yeah. this was shocking to me. First of all, she's 25. And currently ranked number one in the world. Number one. And also just won her home open this time. In Australia. Like, yeah, the first Australian to do so in either a very long time or at all. And she didn't really give an explanation it was just like, I've retired once before. I That was the gist of her conversation. It made it seem like she had retired at one point and then came back a la Tom Brady. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then now is like retiring for good, but there was like really no explanation. Yeah, there hasn't been at all. Um, I heard something about how she had planned to retire. She had planned to retire after the Open, but then... Be- because of the like Russia Ukraine situation, there was supposed to be another tournament that ended up getting canceled, and oh. so she was like meant to play that the Australian one as like her last hurrah kind of thing and go out at home. Um, oh, but I still don't really really understand the no. reasons for it. Like you know, wouldn't you just play like the remainder of this? Like I-, I feel like I would just finish out this season and then. Or like goodbye, yeah, like because because clearly she's not injured because like that would have been right. you know a different conversation. And if it was like you know a mental health thing or something like like obviously Naomi Osaka had talked a lot about that kind of um, impact on her. But like it's not like she was like I'm just going to take some time away from the game and come back. Like it was like a no. full retirement and like life yeah. goals retiring at 25. Wish like, I was at that dream. Age. But, like, I would probably just go play casually as, like, a low-ranked player traveling the world and making – I know. There. So I'm really excited because – okay, so because of the success Netflix has had with Drive to Survive, they are doing a tennis version. 
And <laughs> so I'm very excited for that to be released. Who's um, it, who it focused on? All I know is I only know one player that they followed, Taylor Frick. I think his name is okay. He's a U.S. player, and yeah. I only know that because I saw his girlfriend posted a TikTok about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's Where like, I oh. the news too, no problem, <laughs> right?" Like, so um, she was basically discussing it, but it's going to be the same type of concept where they follow. I assume multiple players. Like, it would be quite dull if they just follow this one, one guy. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that they cover this, the Djokovic scandal, perhaps yeah. this a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people who were speaking out and like, you know, saying they wished her well and everything, but yeah. really not a lot of explanation. So hopefully she's just saving it for the Netflix doc. Yeah. <laughs> also like her interview, she's like, yeah, you're the one that I wanted to tell this information to because I forgot her reasoning, but then they were never like showing the face of the person that she was. They eventually did, but it was like two or three minutes into her conversation. I was like, this is, who is this mystery person that you desperately needed to announce your retirement with? My favorite part of of the entire thing is like literally when I searched Ash Barty to talk about it today, um, the top result was why millennials like Ash Barty are rethinking work. (laughs) I don't think what she's doing is quite the equivalent to me. I wanted to show up on Monday morning to my job. Because she for sure at a minimum made like a couple mil from the Australian Open alone. Like I think um, it's And she probably has sponsorship deals. Yeah. I don't think she's, I don't think she's like, oh, I guess I'm going to have to like, you know, how do I pay my mortgage or something like that? Because I don't have a job right now. So. Slightly different. Yeah. Oh, ma'am. But maybe she's just part of the great resignation. You know, it's been tough, like trying to find people. We talked before about all the industries it was hitting and and here's another one. So tennis is in the tennis also bites the dust. (laughs) Oh, ma'am. Switching gears. It's Oscar night. Are you prepared to make any predictions? No, uh, I think in Encanto, I haven't watched it, but I think it will win Best Animation. Disney, it's like all anybody can talk about. I've heard that we don't talk about Bruno song a thousand times on TikTok. Uh, yes. <laughs> a friend, seven-year-old, um, was absolutely disgusted that I had not seen the movie. So um, it was followed up with um, just shock that I didn't have Disney+. Plus. And then tripling down on I didn't have a Nintendo Switch. So, like, I really came out of the conversation as no longer the cool aunt. Honestly, after I was at South by Southwest, I was like, do I need to re-download The Sims? Like, people are making money streaming The Sims. Oh, I didn't know that part of it. You just told me you were going to re-download it. And I was like, I don't think we need to do that. No, you can you can live stream, I guess, you playing The Sims and oh. make money. Jeez. I went to a talk about it. And how then about, it was a, how about Roller Coaster Tycoon? That was my jam back also, in the day. Okay, so the friend that I went with, we were ta- obviously talking about The Sims, and then we were talking about Roller Coaster Tycoon. And she was like, Did you ever make roller coasters where people just like flew off to their death? Then you never fixed it. No. So I was like, wow, you're sadistic. <laughs> and I was like, but you would try and make those rides where like you had to have the janitor go around and like clean up the puke. 
I mean, your park rating really took a hit when you did those kind of things. And yeah. I was striving for perfection in my parks. So that did not happen. <laughs> um, but then that spiraled to like, do I need a Nintendo Switch? Like, is this something I need to invest in? I know. I like, honestly, we had Super Nintendo and I didn't play it as a child. So I don't really think that's something I should look yeah. at into now. Probably but, not. Yeah. I do love I like do Super Mario shame. games. Yeah, I never did, really. So um, video games were not my forte. Also yes. not movies, either. I've seen one movie. <laughs> Don't look up. You've seen two. You've seen two. One of the ones that are nominated for Best Picture. Oh, I've um, seen none, so you're better off than me. I cannot believe that Don't Look Up was nominated. It was probably the worst thing I've ever seen. It was so stupid. <laughs> so I have no prediction on who I think should win that. I don't eat. Oh, I'm just at best picture here. You know what? I hope I... Licorice Pizza does, if only because I love the Heim sisters. Um, okay. One of my favorite yeah. bands. Um, and it stars Danielle Heim, I think, or is it Alana? I don't remember one of them is in it, but. I honestly haven't even heard of half of these movies. Like, will I watch the Oscars? Yes, I will. But. <laughs> oh, I will not. Do I know any of these things? No. There's like quite a few um, husband and wives nominated in different categories this year, like Penelope Cruz, who's married to Javier Bardem. Bardem. They're both married. Yeah. They're married and both nominated in best actor and best actress categories. Um, So that's pretty cool. And then in the best supporting actress, um, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons, which I actually can't believe that they're married, but they are. You're going to say you can't believe Kristen Dunst is nominated. And like, I, I mean, was going to agree with that. Oh, I mean, I saw Bring It On and I thought she gave an Oscar worthy <laughs> performance in that. So that's right or wrong from 25 years ago. <laughs> I have, I lied. I've seen two movies, both nominated for um, best hair and makeup. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, no Cruella was in there and we'd seen yes, that one. And House of Gucci. Oh, I hope that yeah. doesn't win. I don't like anything associated with Lady Gaga. Honestly, she was horrible in it. Speaking of which, I just saw an update on her dog walker situation. Um, <laughs> Honestly, anytime I take my dog for a walk, I'm like slightly terrified. <laughs> so I will be murdered and she will be stolen. So I just saw like a very brief update and I didn't go into it. But I guess they're going through like the trial phase right now. And so... Oh God. <laughs> Testimony provided that while he was being attacked to kidnap these dogs, he tried to fend off the attackers with a champagne bottle, which, like, I don't know why he had it with him while walking the dogs. So, like, I don't know what, like, I don't care about House of Gucci. I don't care about House of Gucci, but if Lady Gaga make a movie about this particular instance of this dog napping, that's what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of questions because like typically if you're a dog walker, you go to someone's house, pick up the dogs, walk them and take them off. So back. So were you just like, did you just have like a roadie that was a champagne bottle? Or like uh, what? I, I do not know. I could tell not tell you. More. I could not tell you at all, but wow. Um, that was the update <laughs> that I had on Lady Gaga there for, for the week. So um, I am slightly shocked that, so I have never watched a single Twilight movie, but I just can't believe that Kristen Stewart. Twilight movies? No. How is that possible? Even I've seen them. 
I don't know. I just never, I was like never into that. I don't know. It, it just, just never it happened. Felt like, it felt like the Hunger Games. Like it was just like, I never read the you book. You to do I it. Into it, but you just had to watch the, the series. Yeah. Um, I think I was like into True Blood at that time, which oh, was yes, like a more risque version. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I can't go watch this like teenage Twilight now. But um It's true. She- Robert Pattison is no Alexander Sarsgaard or whatever his name is. Like, no. No comparables. Um, but she's nominated for Best Actress for playing Princess Diana in the movie Spencer. Hmm. And I just don't support that. I love Princess Di. And this seems like a step down. Yeah. I mean, without having seen any of those movies, I am hoping Nicole Kidman wins um, just because I like her. I don't know yeah. why. I like still hold like Moulin Rouge near and dear as like one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. So <laughs> Nicole Kidman uh, can do no wrong for me. Also, I would just like to note that there was apparently a remake of Macbeth put out Um in the last year in which it starred Denzel Washington. So I need so badly to know what role he was in. I assume Macbeth if he's right. Leading actor. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of an interesting one there. So, and also like it's going to be painful to get through um, because Amy Schumer is. Oh, Hosting with like two other people. I forget who else. Yes, Denzel played Macbeth. You know, what's just weird to me is that like generally if someone is nominated for best actor, usually you see at least one other person from that movie in like supporting actress or actor. And so like who played Lady Macbeth and like what were they? I'm going to tell you because I just IMDb'd it and I'm shocked that she's not nominated. Uh, Frances McDormand because she's always nominated. And so I'm surprised that she's not in this list. So she played Lady Macbeth? Yeah. That's the extent of Macbeth that I remember from high school. Thank you, everyone, for my <laughs> bearing with me through my Shakespearean era. Honestly, I have to tell you, I, I like obviously had to read Macbeth. And even looking at the IMDb page, none of these other names are ringing a single bell. Who, what, who are they? I need to know. If I can. Ross, Banquo, Duncan. I McDuff. feel like they maybe, they maybe renamed some of them. I don't know if Duncan was a huge Shakespearean name. There's also a Lady Macduff. <laughs> and also there's just multiple people tagged as murderer. So that sounds like a pretty good movie that if you've got multiple murderers. Yeah. And, and there's also one person tagged but they're tagged as witches. So do they play multiple witches or? Great question. Yeah. Okay, I... perhaps we'll have to watch this. It sounds like one that we probably need to to brush up on maybe our Macbeth knowledge at least first. <laughs> um, like if I look at the like, yeah. Oh, there was a Duncan in Macbeth. Who would have thought? Wow. It, I would not have realized that he was the king of Scotland. Who knew? So, Honestly. What was the other one you said? Banquo, Banquo. Okay, Ross. There was a Ross. Oh, okay. There was a Ross, but he looks like a very supporting character in the original adaptation of Macbeth. Well, he's listed. He's listed 
third behind Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. Oh, he doesn't even have his own bullet point in the Macbeth Wikipedia page under his characters. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not hyperlinked at all, so you can't get any more information about Ross. Interesting. I also find it very interesting that here's the thing. I would have thought that they, if they were going with the role of Denzel as Macbeth, that they would also have had like an African American lady Macbeth. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for this multiracial situation they've got going here. One hundred percent, but yeah, it seems like that was the theme they were going with. Is like take Macbeth, but make it like you know modernized. Yeah, I and like probably you know less just like white boy central. Yeah, um, because also Macduff is African American and Lady Macduff is African American. So just mm-hmm. you know a note for next time, whoever produced this movie, <laughs> like love Francis McDermott, but like was <laughs> very not available. <laughs> Look, we could have done better. Okay. <laughs> Also, I would have liked to put out, like, perhaps um, Michael B. Jordan playing Macbeth. Oh, like, yeah. Like, bring it a to draw the era. Yes. Yeah, I think that would have been would have been great. <laughs> like, love Denzel, but... <laughs> like, Denzel could have played, like, Sir Macbeth, who I don't think yeah. is a real character, but we could have introduced him as, like, Michael B. Jordan's dad. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> There is a part, there is a role there that Denzel could have played, but I would have enjoyed a Michael B. Jordan um, <laughs> as the leading male. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, man. A um, bit of a, a tragic week, though, um, with the Foo Fighters, their drummer unexpectedly yeah. passed away while on tour. I know. At, they were playing like Lollapalooza in Brazil, which. Okay, I lived in Chicago, knew there was a Lollapalooza in Chicago, did not know there was any other Lollapaloozas. I thought they were in Colombia. So he, they were playing in Brazil and then went to Colombia, oh, I feel, okay. to continue the tour. Okay. Um, and yeah, he passed away in his hotel. Apparently it's come out that there was a phone call made where he was complaining well, about chest pains well so there's been so many things that because they've already come out and said that there was like evidence of um extracurriculars in his bloodstream like zero percent shocking yeah. but then they said that his heart weighed double the average heart like a very enlarged heart it was like hmm. 600 grams or whatever and that the oh. normal heart is like 300 to a max of 500 so I'm thinking this was probably some sort of heart attack induced yeah, by whatever he was taking. Um, but I mean, a huge legend, obviously, in like in the musician world, the drummer fraternity kind of thing. Um, Travis Barker, I think, is playing at the Oscars tonight. So it'll be interesting to see if he like acknowledges. Um, Does that mean we get Kourtney Kardashian he, on the red carpet for the Oscars? Oh, yeah. So I assume she'll be in a black, wow. black dress. Um, wow. Yeah. But, Have the Kardashians um, ever gone to the Oscars before? Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. They have ever been invited. So, like, perhaps Courtney's cool again? Yeah, it's not like any of them would date, like, in, like... No. The, well, since Pete, none of them were in, like, the entertainment. They were just athletes, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A re- a day. A day. This Big is day. A, a day. Yeah. 
So um, um, we'll have to check to see what she wears later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We can do a whole like <clears throat> best dress and worst dress next mm, week. Love it. Once we've yes. gathered our thoughts, because yes. that's really why I watched. Honestly, that's why I don't want to watch it. I'll just watch it on Instagram. I'll see the pictures and then that's good enough for me. <laughs> like, um, I do have like one more piece of news before we sign off here. Mm. It's it's brief. Is it related um, to the Kardashian situation? Uh, <clears throat> no. Oh, okay. I thought you were no. going to tell us about Kylie changing her son's name. Oh, mm, so confusing. Or yeah. I could have also gone with the meaning of Pete's tattoo and how it was finally revealed that his tattoo says, my girl is a lawyer. Except it was only finally revealed to you because everyone else saw that like weeks ago when Kim arrived. <laughs> Look, as you know, you know news about Kim and Pete. It's been rough for you. I have to say something. I looked up like the scams uh, bathing suits. Yes, because like to be honest, I think uh, like she makes a good product, and if it's going to hold in, you know, all my I like how many styles there are. But let me tell you, nobody in the world wants to wear a nude color bathing suit. Kim Kardashian, <laughs> nobody. It's true. No, nor do I want to wear a one-piece long-sleeved nude bathing suit. <laughs> I did really like the blue color that it came in, though. Yeah, there's there are some good colors, but the flesh tones we don't need that yeah. in our lives. Okay, uh, like I think <laughs> the difference between Kim's flesh tone and my flesh tone is that I'm not getting regular spray tans, and. Also- <laughs> I am the color of a lobster go on the side. So like if you had made some sort of like pinkish peach yeah. flesh tone, that might have been a little bit more believable of me wearing like a nude colored bathing suit. Yeah. It was just a weird vibe to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, the long sleeve ones. And then she has ones that are like biker shorts. Uh, I don't, mm-hmm. are we, are people in triathlons buying these? Perhaps? I think she's trying to be inclusive because there are a lot of people guess, who are like, yeah. not overly comfortable. Like I don't yeah. love we- wearing bikini like bottoms. Yeah. Because like I just would prefer that like my thighs were contained a little bit more. Like I don't want to like. Okay, then this is I made for like, you. People, but like full bike shorts are maybe a bit long. Like let's let's raise them up a little bit and just go into like like volleyball style shorts is what I'm. Looking I think she for, has a skirt option. Okay, that seems like drowning potential if I'm in a skirt and trying to kick my legs. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, I was like, maybe these aren't made for me. Perhaps perhaps I won't be buying a Skims bathing suit. Maybe you could do like just the top only. But I, There was cute bandeau tops yeah. that I was into. Like some of the one or the two piece stuff was cute. Yeah. But I others to look because I do find it's like really I want like a sports bra type bathing suit for like yeah. swimming in. Like I there's like lounging bathing suits and then there's like using the bathing suits and I feel like those are harder to find. Yeah. You might be able to find one. Yeah. Um but I just needed to talk about the colors. But uh, <laughs> honestly none of these things were the things I was going to bring up. <laughs> okay, tangent. <laughs> I was going to bring up that Aaron Carter has gotten a face tattoo of a butterfly in honor of his late sister. Angel which, Carter. Tragic. Yes. Angel. And then he just says, wanted to make her proud. So I need some context here. Because like, what of a butterfly on your face why is making her have, proud? Why wouldn't you have gone angel wings? Like, I feel like she has a name set up for face tattoos. Just two wings on each eye. No, like you still could have done. Like 
You still could have done the little tattoo of like some wings. Yeah. Like, you know, like. And it's massive. Like it is up here and then it goes down. There's like some stars it appears like or tiny butterflies that go like around his eye. Honestly, the Aaron Carter thing makes me so sad. He he was the opening act for Backstreet Boys when I saw them when I was like in grade six. And I remember very clearly him falling um, oh, off the stage oh, performing no. Aaron's party. And I just like <laughs> feel very connected to him and his tragic like downfall that he's had since that time. And I just was so upset for him that he's like spiraled into this like drug fueled situation. And I know Nick has tried to like help him as a brother. And I understand why he's had to step away from that environment. But like, I just am really sad that that's what happened to. Also, as an update, it's a butterfly and three moons. And then it says Prince. So a lot of questions here. Like, a lot is left to interpretation. I mean, most of his face is tattooed at this point in time. Like, he's got that giant, like, I don't know if it's, like, Medusa or, like, what it is on, like, the side of his one face. He had the, like, name of his ex-girlfriend above his other eyebrow. Mm, Um, Classic. Classic. Like, the, the, yeah, the angel, the butterfly wings, um... It's very aggressive. You know, it's it's not like the Amanda Bynes, like, little heart that she's getting removed um, as she comes out of her conservatorship. For the best, Amanda. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. Very, very. Don't know her conservatorship was doing that she was allowed to get that face <laughs> tattoo. Another example of how those don't always work so work. well, Alla Brittany. Yeah. But, um, um, but, yeah, um, you know, this one's not quite as discreet. I think it would it's take a, lot. a few more sessions to remove. Okay, so watching the Flames games here, like I get very few commercials. And one of the commercials I get is the Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, you're Meister one. <laughs> My mom goes, because obviously she doesn't know who Post Malone is. <laughs> She's like, is that the the owner of the brand? <laughs> No. But she's like, why? That must hurt so bad having all those face tattoos. She's not wrong. His whole face is covered. I mean, it's not a look I would be into, but no. um, to each their own, I suppose. Correct. Correct. Um, well, I think that was all we were going to cover this week. But um, yeah, next week we'll best and worst dressed there. Uh, can't wait can't wait see see what other other news happens this week i know well bye jill bye talk to you later thanks for joining us this week new episodes will be released tuesday mornings you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe you can also follow us on instagram at we talk extensively and on twitter at talk extensively See you next Tuesday.